Welcome to Delta MV's Healthcare Insight Bites. Insights to shape the future of your business. I'm Neil Mackay, your host, and I'm talking to Dr. Neil Doyle, who is a Regional Managing Director of Delta MV and brings with him over 25 years of working in the healthcare space. We'll talk about what healthcare marketers can learn from their colleagues in the FMCG. Specifically, he will be talking about the building blocks to digital success and sharing a step-by-step plan for delivering the ideal multi-channel engagement plan. So Neil, why do you think that healthcare marketers should look over the fence and see what FMCG marketers have been up to? Many years ago, I worked for Coca-Cola. And it's an amazing company to think about everything that Coca-Cola has built around what is essentially just round busy water. You know, many consumers feel passionately that their round busy water is so different to someone else's like Pepsi's. Of course, I'm not saying that soft drinks are really comparable to healthcare, but in many therapeutic areas, we really do have essentially the same challenge. You know, the actual difference between your product and your competitors can actually be very slight. Obviously, in our marketing materials and our sales calls, we try and spin the difference in data, you know, whether it be about efficacy or side effects into something major. But I think for many healthcare marketers, deep down, they know that clinicians are not really buying into those small differences that we're trying to talk about. So I think one area that we can really try and learn from FMCG is how we can better differentiate our products in the hearts and minds of our customers, and specifically how we can bring that to life across a range of channels, both traditional and digital. So why do you think that healthcare marketers need to be doing something different to what they're doing now? Well, even before COVID, you know, pretty much all of healthcare was trying to push digital. You know, even if for no reason that that traditional face-to-face sales call model was really increasingly under pressure. You know, it was getting very, very expensive and more and more data was suggesting it was just becoming less effective over time. Now, we speak to many thousands of healthcare professionals every year across Asia Pacific, many of them sharing how they really feel overloaded with the digital marketing coming from pharma. You know, too many emails, too many webinars. And generally, when they talk about the digital marketing from pharma, it's quite often in negative terms. Recently, one oncologist shared, I don't mind calling, but they need to have a purpose. If they call just to say their drug messages, it's pointless. Another specialist just said, I send all all the pharma emails straight to spam. Clearly, it's not working well from the perspective of healthcare professionals. So if it's not working that well for healthcare professionals, how about pharma companies? Well, we also hear from our pharma clients about the challenges they're facing, you know, trying to move from that face-to-face model to this broader multi-channel engagement. And many of them tell us that they're really struggling. And this was all true even before COVID, but certainly the last couple of years living with COVID has certainly made these problems more acute. So the question that many healthcare marketers face now is that how do we fix or how do we start building a winning digital strategy that effectively combines the best of traditional communication with all that digital has to offer into multi-channel engagement plan? It needs to not only engage healthcare professionals, you know, they need to read our emails, take part in webinars, contribute to forums, et cetera, but it also needs to stand out from the crowd because at the end of the day, 
if you're a healthcare marketer, you can be pretty sure that all your competitors are trying to do exactly the same thing. So Neil, you said that there might be some answers from the world of FMCG. What exactly do you mean by this? Well, FMCG has spent a lot of time and effort into research to really understand what those key marketing drivers to financial success are. Now, specifically, the clever people at the Bass Institute in Adelaide, which is one of the leading research organizations around branding, have identified three key pillars to commercial success. Now, we talk about excess share of voice. They talk about channel and how much attention that a particular channel format can deliver. And they talk about creative power. So that may make sense if you're talking about selling brown fizzy water. But can we use the same framework for healthcare marketing? Although what I just shared is very much an FMCG type framework, we can definitely see parallels with the world of healthcare marketing, including pharma. Now, when we talk about excess share of voice, really what we're talking about is how many opportunities does a healthcare professional have to see or hear about our brand, which is really pretty much about frequency. And frequency is really a function of investment. In terms of channel, I think it's fairly self-evident to say that an email is not likely to capture as much attention as, let's say, a face-to-face sales call. So therefore, you could reasonably expect an email to have less impact than a sales call. So channel absolutely is going to be part of the equation. And the last point about the power of creative, you know, creative power is not really something we talk about much in the world of healthcare marketing. You know, typically we're happier to let the data do the talking. But great creative is like a reward for engaging with a piece of communication. You know, think about a great ad that you enjoyed. Well, that's the point. You enjoyed it. It brought a little piece of value to you that somehow made that engagement a little bit more worthwhile. Now, it's true. In healthcare marketing, we do certainly have less scope for entertaining our customers compared to selling brown fizzy water. But that does not mean we should walk away from the idea of every touch point adding a bit of value that just makes that engagement a little bit more worthwhile to our customers. So this all sounds plausible, but also sounds a little theoretical. What is the real world application of it all? Yes, I agree. It is a bit theoretical, but it gives us a great starting point to thinking about how we can solve these real world challenges. So really this framework from FMCG gives us the building blocks for a successful integrated customer engagement strategy. And just to be clear, one of those building blocks, there's three of them. The first is what are the range of channels we can use to reach our target? What can we afford and how much attention is each channel likely to deliver? Secondly, what's that optimal frequency for each channel? And again, what can we afford, but also what do healthcare professionals actually want? No, we might want to send them an email every day, but do they want to read one of our emails every day? And thirdly, what value do we bring to each touch point that justifies a healthcare professional investing that valuable time to engage with us? Based on our experience of working in integrated customer engagement in the last few years, we certainly find that value should be the starting point. And it really is the value we bring to our customers that underpins the whole strategy. So a product manager out there wants to optimize their integrated customer engagement plan. What are the steps needed to make this happen? 
We can imagine a four-step process to building that optimal plan. The first step is really understanding what value is for your customer. Then based on this, for your product, you can begin to think of a menu of value that your product can ethically deliver. The second step is really identifying the digital footprint. Know what channels do your customers use? Which ones are viable for us to use? Then you start thinking about for each of those channels, what is that value we can deliver by what channel? Then the next step is if you know the ideal is, let's say, for example, once a month, then you need to plan your whole year and go, I want to send, for example, an email once a month. Then I need to think of 12 things that would be of value to my customer across the whole year. And the final step would be, how could I integrate my product message into the value I'm bringing? That's going to be very different, whether you're launching a new product where perhaps your product messages themselves are interesting, do bring value. Or if it's more of a legacy product, where really the clinician kind of knows everything about your product anyway. Perhaps we don't even need to integrate product messaging. Just simply the fact that your brand has brought this value to them is simply enough. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Neil Doyle. In upcoming Healthcare Insight Bait, we will then deep dive into each of these steps. We hope you found value in this Insight Bait. Don't forget to follow us and subscribe so you can get more updates as we bring them to you. Thanks for listening.